Welcome back to the Rabasha Family Podcast. Now we're here with another special episode. By the way, you guys have never seen a more drippy father and son together. Drippy as usual, fashion sense, you guys know how it is. Link in the description for more options. So we have come here with another episode. You know, I think having these conversations with my father, we have a lot of these off camera. We talk, we discuss about life, we're present in the moment. And so I really believe things that we're learning and experiencing in our everyday lives um, are important for us to share because we're all um, connected. We're all human beings living this amazing experience and anyone and everyone has something to say and can impart some knowledge and some value to someone else's life. So dad, having said all that, welcome back to another show. Yeah, thank you, Eve. Um, again, so excited to come and we can always share our experience and is that what we wish to everyone, each of us in our community, our friends, our relatives. So we bring the story, we share and we tell other people our experience. Amen. So what do you want to talk about today? Yeah, today we just go to talk about our general lifestyle and especially what I could say maybe as a a diaspora or Africans and uh, the complex, inferiority complex, we have it during amongst to other communities. So I discovered so when I've been in Australia nearly 25 years and I came, I used to have that inferiority complex. And what that means is just to fear to go somewhere. And you're walking somewhere, you feel, you know, you are not welcome everything there and everything somebody asks you where you're coming from Africa everything we say Africa is just about negative and even you you can't even try to say anything good where you're coming from everything is just a negative and wherever you live everything they go to think well why do you live that place you should believe in the waste or something like that so that personal inferiority and also it comes to our children, so you grow up, a kids young from the age, when you are young, you are happy, but when you get older, you start also feeling that inferiority complex, and especially if you can't uh, get something wherever you want, and and uh, also realize most kids, especially our, when you are young, and most get in trouble in the school because you feel inferiority complex, and then you try to fit in, in the group peers, and then you get in troubles. And again, when you go to teenagers, 15 or 19, also that inferiority complex again comes again to, to, to do things, working, getting the jobs. Yes. Why do you think that inferiority complex is there? Because is it, my question is, is it because when we go somewhere, and it's like we look around and no one else looks like us, so we feel shy. Because I remember when I was in school, when I used to see no one look like me or anything, but not only that, then I, I'm shy to even say where I'm from. Oh, where are you from? Oh, Africa. Then you feel that, you know, you don't even want to say it. And it's crazy when I think about it. Yes, it's it's like, if, if, especially when you're young, you feel you're not fitting, you feel embarrassment because everybody keep seeing you there and because you just come, they say, or you are lucky to be here. See, that the question always they keep telling you, or oh, you are lucky to be here. So how did you come here? 
See, when you are colored person, when you are black, is what they ask you that question. But you could be white immigrant from Macedonia or like anywhere, but no one is going to ask you that when they seize you. Say, so where are you from? See, but for us, always they, they have to be like that, where, where you're coming from. And again, straight away, it's just poor. There's nothing, things they go to say uh, about Africa. But you see, it's how we feel ourselves. See, because again, when you are coming, we immigrant here because for, say, looking the job, looking good opportunity. So that is also, it's just feel because where you're coming from, so you can't get that opportunity. So why you have to come to Australia to have a good life? So why you can't get a good life where you live? See, so that is another question. It's because you believe, because of fear. Why, why do you leave your country to come to live in Australia? And we say always we are looking the good opportunity. So why we can't get this good opportunity back home? See, that equation, you know, we should sometimes ask ourselves. Yeah, but like, for example, even just the fact that I have an Australian passport, that is so valuable. I can, tr you know, that's such a valuable tool for me to have. So, yeah, yeah more. Op that's more opportunity. But do you feel that you're Australian like anyone else? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I've I've been raised here my whole life. Yes, yes. But some people, they could have a passport, but they don't feel they don't belong here. It's in your, in your mind. They say, oh, they don't belong here. So if somebody asks you, where are you from? Where do you say? You say Africa. You don't say I live from Kogra. Yeah, because... As, okay, when someone answers me, asks me that question, say I say originally I'm from Kenya and Rwanda, but I say originally because that's what they're asking. They're not asking where do I live. When you say where are you from, where are your origins? If I ask another person where are you from, you're not the only Australians that have originals. Yes. But you see, they're not going to say I'm from, even if maybe they're three, four generations here, they're not going to say, oh, my great-grandparents come from Australia, uh, from Ireland. They'll say they're Australian. There is no other person they ask you where you're from. Only the black people. No, but what about like an Indi Indian or... But do they ask that? They already know maybe. What about like, for example, an Asian person or Indian? Yeah, maybe Chinese also they do. Like, where are you from? But do you think they ask where you're from or they already know? Or you think they ask? Yeah, especially when you say Asian, always you have to think it's China. It could be Korean, Japanese. it could be mm -hmm. Japanese. Mm. Yeah, but we see again, it's what we try to say here. We, we can't general, generalize the community, but it's that what you feel in yourself. You know, always, we, I never used to feel this is my country. This is a place where I can have everything I want, where I can... You could have everything, but in deep in your mind, you feel somebody you are from somewhere else. You know, you feel everything there. You know, you you are looking around. You are looking everything there, and this is your place. This is everything you have it, but you live that period of times, not having that comfort. But it was for me. Maybe other people that they have, but for me always, I used to feel that inferiority complex. I I go places there. I could look a place. And I said, ah, oh, no, I can't enter there. Eh? Because maybe the way it is, like a shop, I pass there, look, and then I continue. I didn't want to go in. Really? Yes. So I was wondering, 
those things why he was like like, like that so it, it's happened maybe again also because uh that times maybe my language wasn't that clear a little bit or something see always you had to feel why i was like that why i had that inferiority complex in me walking on the street in sydney uh, or entering a place where you know everybody could look at me like that see but the other people who have confidence we they just yeah. Do you think the inferiority complex derives from you being African? And when I say that, the image that people have of Africa, are you thinking, oh, of what they may be thinking of you yes. being from Africa? So, so like culturally, so what I realize, the people, there's something always, it as from Africa people say, so if you, you want to do some things good, you know, you look good, you start doing a walking exercise and you start thinking you believe, you know, say, people say, oh, you want to be like white. Have you, anyone tell you that? So which somebody when to tell you, oh, you want to be white, it's me, you want to do the right thing. So why do we need to compare always with the other ones, see? Or always is something you do good, so they had to compare to the other communities. Mm. See, so but it's not it's not that that two things because you are scared, you know, you you're scared to change your belief, what you call your culture. See, I can't change it. Like for example, it's the same. What example I can give you? Like now, when I went to Kenya, we were arguing about mm. uh, paying dowries or doing all those kind of things. They they say, oh, you become white. See, when you bring a, a view which where is against the culture or against the uh, men's traditions, so they say, oh, you want to be white. But it, it's not that the case. So, so you're against paying dowry? No, not I'm against that. But if a, a child, he, he doesn't want that, if your daughter or your son doesn't want to do that, they should have been not forced them to do that okay yes because also that is brings like like on ownership like so ooh, that's traditions mm. see yes that is main traditions so men africans men they put their traditions for to gain everything there so that money goes to to the parents or something there. why is that see but if the daughter she say i don't want to do that you can give her free of mind to do that. So when you you were in Africa back home and you guys were having this discussion and you were saying it shouldn't be forced, but people were against that. What were their reasons for saying that dowry should be there? Yes. So if your daughter say, I don't want to do that, just agree with her. But it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be that culture has to be, to be masked. But they were saying, no, it has to be maintained. Yes. So that was the argument. Yes. So then they're saying, so do you think maybe they're saying you're becoming white because it's like you're not upkeeping with the tradition? You're there. Yes, yes. So, but that was say it's again, it's a, it's just mindset. Mm -hmm. So when we, we talk about this topic of dowry, um, and, you know, when you went back to Africa, I want to talk about that experience a little bit quick, because as you said, post COVID, you went through a mindset change. So now with new information, you go through a mindset change, which is a renewal of the mind, which leads to different actions and just the way you carry yourself. So you go back to Kenya 
with this mindset? What were some of the other barriers or things that people would say or notice about these type of topics and discussions when it comes to our tradition and just the way things are, especially with religion? I think that was a good topic with the way you're thinking now. How is that? Yes, yeah, so the way I'm thinking about which they changed to me is just to start from the 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 religions and also to start from our history as African. So I've been changing my mind now I realize that as Africans we are only community in the whole world which we already surrendered how our ancestors pray to their God. We did forgot completely. And is we are only who lose our traditional names. We lose our African names. We took other community names. So, and that is where everything started. We lose it and we change it completely. Now it become again because of two religions. It was uh, Christianity and Islam. And they are too powerful to believe. And which they came in, in the times uh, in the African mind or also even called black people in America. So the time of the slavery trade. So they lost their name and they lost their belief completely. And then they came to Africa through colonialism. We lost our name and then we lost our belief and how our grand great parents were worship their God. So that things he created supremacy to the other community against Africans. That is the consequence we are living in. So that is the foundation. That is where they started everything you see around the world. How Africans or black people have been treated is that inferiority. And as we create inferiority, somebody come and they tell you what he has, how he believe, it's the right way. You, yours is not her way. But when you look at the communities, the Chinese continue their belief. The Indian continue their Buddha. They continue their names. They continue everything there. Only as it's as we have been changing our mind. That is inferiority. That is everybody put us down. That is every that is the key for how people they mistreat us. That is only the way things are. And that is why you see now in youth or Africans or anything. The one who become Muslim yeah, in, in for Islam, they are so passionate. The one who have become Christian as African, they become so passionate about their belief. It's the same as us. No, we the Christian they completely wiped out our belief. Now as African person you be identified as a Christians or as Islam. And we know that that is not our belief. And we know, you know it. But we know it for generations. We, we talk, we, before we went to school, people went to do things there. 
but no one come to discuss guys this is not ours how do you think why do you think islam and christianity have done so well what did they do to get this ingrained in you know because like you said in africa it's either islam or christianity and like people are passionate this is the way of life you know and i think even when it comes to the african traditions or the way they address their spirituality it's seen as voodoo or those things are bad like it's a negative image on maybe the way our people have connected spir spiritually so what are your thoughts what have they done so well so they done so well through the education see so they had education before us so when they bring the education so education it was included their religions so people kids to go to school so it's well to go to school and then also the Christianity day. They had a Muslim there, they go to the mosque there and then they go to school. So mm -hmm. that is where they went through our mind. Hmm. From from the young ages. From the young ages. So that is the the supremacy was just through education. Because when they came to Africa we didn't have that same education. But through that education, it's where now the Christianity the one who did first and then also the Muslims see or these there are people who don't know where they believe. This also goes there. So that's how they came there. It was a competitions. Mm. See, because other fight the 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 Christianity and the Muslim they fight for long. They fight, but as they just run over us and then we change and completely everything there. So that is everything there. But through the churches and through the mind of parents, they yeah the masses in the mind of parents. Parents who were changed who believe is just keep putting their children, this is how it is, this is how it is, this is how it is. You know, you know what's interesting when it comes to let's say Islam, Christianity, or anything else on that matter. It's so interesting when you go through life and you realize we are all conditioned. You know, as I said, from the prime ages from one to seven, your environment, your external environment, your parents, your home, where you go, where you surround yourself, that conditions your beliefs, the way you think, the way you think about life, the way you carry yourself. So can you imagine it makes so much sense that a lot of these thoughts, they're not even mine. My whole life, I've grown up in a Christian household, gone to church, around the parents, things that I've heard, you know, so those 98% of the beliefs come from that. So a lot of the times we're defending thoughts and beliefs that they're not even ours. Yes. They're not even ours. Yes, Alex. It's not ours at all. They're not your thoughts. It's your, it's what you've been conditioned by. And then you're going to, then because it's so ingrained and conditioned in you, but you'll be like, no, I've seen it work. It, yeah. I've seen it work in my life. I've prayed. And fair enough, you may have your experiences. It's true. I, I can't take that back. But it's just like, that is so powerful that, that's where it's all coming from. You could have been born in a different entire family and you'd be in a different thoughts or different environment. So, and uh, another thing now, what you see, they teach us that they given us for long, long times. So now as we grow, we are more educated, we are exposure, we travel, we see around the world and we still, now we can't discuss it. We still scared to go back to discuss about it, this belief or everything because it become our traditions. But we can't even discuss, is this is right, or this is wrong, or this thing. Because our mind, they say, there is no other belief you should believe at all. And you wonder why, that is the question. But underhands, the, the other community, 
they can still question it. They can still look for something else. But they, as our mind, you can't believe anything else. This is how it is, and this is how it should be living. Even for you to question is like yes, to question it's a war. Yeah, to talk it like now they say, oh, look at this. Why can you talk like that? See, I talk to my everybody talk around me. Yes, oh, why can you talk about that? See, it's our life, but we fear to talk about what we've been living in. I, I think it's also because you get so comfortable in your conditioning. You get so comfortable in that, that it's even hard to question. Like, I guarantee you, a lot of people who are watching this episode, this video, do you, have you sat down and questioned every single thing you've believed? Is it coming from you or is it coming from someone else? I'll give you an example. And we talked about this yesterday. You know, I remember when the presidential election was quite a few years ago, Donald Trump, you know, when he was running for office and, you know, you see a lot of his viral videos, he was going viral, black people, you know, you're so racist, this and this, so many communities saying he's racist. I ended up adopting, of course, yes, I had watched certain videos and I'd be like, oh, I'd laugh, but I'd be like, yeah, he's racist. I never really took everything into consideration what was happening, what he was saying maybe also his supporters and the fans, but that all adopted my thinking. It all came from the media. It all came from other people saying that he was racist, he was racist, and that's why I had adopted, oh, he's a bad person, he's a bad president. But you see the way things have conspired. I think Donald Trump, when I look back, he was actually a real one. He means what he says, and he says what he means. So, so that does, again, nothing to do Why do you care if the president of America or about who cares about if he's good, if he's racist? Who, who cares? You see, that is another thing there. So that is always we keep going to other people's. That's that how our always keep our inferiorities there. So that is sure look, this is America. You have to follow what is they're happening today. And you see, your life is not able to change. They have seen many presidents going up, going up. Nothing changed for you. Nothing changed. But we keep sitting down and talking about it, following up to discussing. We just waste our times, everything there, you know? And that is the other problem. As we don't know how to sit down as Africa to take our own you know, <laughs> mind, to think what our problem is, what is the problem we should do to our people. You know, and that's where it started from. If you start from the disbelief, disbelievers say if they made us to completely who we are. Even that was sometimes you see back home, the, the government struggling to do things there, they struggle. They, we, we are going much better, we are improving, they do things there. But it takes long, long times. And it can take long times. You see, like a place, some place in the village, people don't have running water, people don't have electricity water. You know, of course, in the big cities, okay, but outside there, in the village there. Why is that? Because we never go back and start thinking, let's we look at our people, let's we do things there. See, when you travel here in Australia, you find everything is done. The system is done, everything there. You wonder why? Because they change, they look, everything's what they live where they want to improve all those things there and everywhere and we have all we have so many resources back home yes so for me what i'm saying is the the churches and the, the mosques they have changed our mind and we're scared to go back 
they're scared to discuss about it. See, other communities live and their life improve without believing what we are believing. See, as we are only who want to go to heaven. There's no other community who think they got to go to heaven. No, only as Africans. We live in a condition which is only good, but always we are waiting to go to heaven. Why? There is no way a white person, he could have told us there's going to be a heaven, and then he tried to send us there. There's no way he's going to send us a good place. Why? He knows he's telling us to go to heaven because he knows there is no heaven. So he's saying, don't worry, suffer now, but you'll go to heaven. As Africans, we're still believing to go to heaven. We're still believing God is going to come things there. There is no other community believe what we keep saying every time is about God, God, God. Yeah, but there's why. What the concept of God as African we are thinking? When you say I am God, as African, what do you think? Who is God? But what other community think? Who is God? But there's white Christians, there's white Catholics, European Christians, European Catholics. Yes, but whatever the condition they live in their, in their life is a different. What do you mean? Yes. You see, when you look, the way we, we, we talk about praying to, to God, they say, oh, everything's from God. For them, they don't do that. They go to do their own things, but they don't believe they go to go to heaven. And when you look even this Western country, the Christianity is dying. Churches, they are closing. Hmm. Yes, we, we are not the same as they the, the used to be. He said, go around church, yet they are closing the doors because they couldn't have people to go there. And, and that is why they know, even as, as we know, when even we look question those questions, why in the hell somebody bring a photo? I say, this Jesus, this is the person, everybody we have to believe, this is only way, this is going to make you to go to heaven. And he gives us to everybody's in the house. We have everybody's African parents. They have whatever whatever they believe. A photo of Jesus with white. Whatever mm. believe they have it. Blue eyes. Yes. Long hair, white man. There is no other community who's going to have those things. There. Other community, they have their own. They have the things. See, that is changemental. Yes. That's why you go to see the, the way they go to their temples, their everything. They are good passionate about it because they know. This has come from their own people. Mm. But as we took something else, and always it's not going to be good the way we, we've been thinking. Mm. And that's why we have a fear to talk about it. And I think it's also, you know, when you're a people or you're an individual yourself and you don't know thyself, you don't know who you are, it's very hard to navigate in a world that's telling you who you are. Yes, so, and again, I remember, I, I did it in the Bible somewhere, Genesis, I think, one twenty-seven. So God created the man his own image. See, he created a male and female his own image. His own image, yeah. So that means that what does God should be? Your image should be your God. And that's what he's telling you. Yes, that's what he's telling us. But no, somebody gives somebody else image. See, that is that complex we have. That is that inferiority complex we have. See, and that way we can find always back home everything somebody had to 
save us. Somebody will go to camp to save us. You know, when you are praying to God, you are just begging, oh God, give me this, give me this. But here, in other places, they don't do that, but they have everything they, they got. And then, and then it's like you're going to prayer in lack. You're going to prayer begging, expecting something external, something outside of yourself. From, from heaven, from a place where you don't know. To save you. Mm. You know, like you, I think that's so true. Like we're so, and I think it's really, you look at the world we live in now, you know, and I think it's just exemplified on a bigger level that we're always waiting for something outside of us whether it's God even, or it's that material, that new car, that new house, all these external things outside to save us. But no, know thyself. You were made in the image of God. So like now, when you look, when the COVID times, the whole other community, they could have their own vaccine. But Africa, we didn't have a vaccine for our own. That was in the last episode. They have to wait a gift from somewhere to give free vaccine. So that is goal came to save us. See, in our mentality, our way to become good to us is the one who give us everything. He save us everything. You see, that is he built it. He built that supremacy in our everyday activity. Everyday things happening, he has to be there. He had to be saved as everything's there, you know? Who's going to save the, uh, what do you call it? The, the world, uh, the global warming. Who's going to save it? See? He just tell us there is a global warming. We just, we follow. Who measured it? It's the one who measured it. So you don't believe in global warming? No, they market it. I can't. No, but so you just think it's cat, basically. You, just, you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, I don't need a pay because what can I do? But I follow the rules what they say. Well, you can't do this. Yes, I follow that rules. Yeah. Yes, but how you go to measure it? You see, for me, whatever they do when I go in the morning to work, I didn't see any di- different. I've never seen any different. You know, when it's, it's winter, it's cold. It's summer, it's hot. It's every, I've been seen for 50 years. So I've never seen any until you measure it. So maybe then we go to buy our phone, is go to measure how. The global warming is there, and then you see your phone. That's how it's good to, to to do that. But I think it's also you're making the point of the conditioning. There's global warming. Da, da, da. You know, people watch the news and they get programmed. Who, who measure it? Someone, a person, who measure it. Who, who create those measurements to to measure the world? Somebody has to do. <laughs> but that it's science, maybe it's science. I don't know. Of course, it says we have to agree with it, but. Somebody else had to tell us. Somebody had to tell Africa, hey, there's going to be global warming. You have to do this, you have to do that. <sighs> yeah, you can't question about that. See, that is cool. That's what called power. So power is that. And this is somebody's belief. Remember what you told me? You said, how can we as humans, what did you say? How can we save the earth or something when it's not even ours or something like that? You remember? you can't save something you haven't created. And the money, how can you? How can money is good to use to save the world? Mm-hmm. See, sometimes you wonder why. See, like, when we were, see, well, like now, uh, I, I like cars, and I could see this, uh, uh, what do you call it, the electric cars. Uh, what do you call it? Tesla. Tesla. Mm-hmm. 
and I say, wow, this is the way things there, so nice, good. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool, but so expensive. And I realize every person who afford Tesla, his thinking is saving the world. But how are we going to save the world just driving Tesla because it's so expensive? And do you see why? I realize, I think that's how they're marketing it. There is no way Tesla it was going to compete with the just normal car because the price is so high. But if you think you're going to save the world and you have money, you have to buy Tesla. You think that's the way they market it? Yes, they market it very well. Very well. There's no other way they were going to sell that car yeah, but on that a, price. But it is a dope car. Yeah, it's dope car. It's dope car. Mm. But the price, the price, it's too mm. good. Yeah. See, th th and that's how it works. Yeah. It, the reality is in life, it's that only we go to back home with things. We talk when our our original our people how they we revolutionize our our belief. We go back to see how how it was. Yeah. We go back. We think about it. We discuss about it. See, as I say, everything changed after this COVID. When I know my belief, I'm not going to wait God in the sky. Because what happened? Other community white went there to, in the sky to see if there's gold in there. They went to the moon. They 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 did all the searches. They they look all where that can bury for Jesus. They look all those. They could found anything interesting that Jesus was somebody who was living like us. They could found it. So that is why the majority of people they knew it. They come out from that belief and then they live, believe their own. So that's why I discovered this uh, teaching from Neville Goddard. Mm. Neville Goddard teach this belief, 1900. You see, the like in uh, uh, Napoleon Hill, they teach this mindset for long, long times because they saw the truth. They saw it and they teach it, but they could teach a lot of people because they could have maybe they didn't have enough strong belief to be able to do it but now but the few people who plan it they used to they used it that's why you see the world is moving forward because they removed from that they went to use their mind they know their mind their god that's why you see america has invented everything you see in this earth because they know long, long time ago to do with their mind. They know there's nothing else is going to build this earth if you don't use your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's why they created everything and then it came to us. Mm -hmm. And then if, if you're someone who's malicious with this information, knowing the power of thyself, you could either use it for good or for bad. The laws of the universe or the way it works, there's no... Of course, there's always a moral high ground here or there, but there's people used it for their benefit. Like, yeah. if I know I'm a god, they don't know that, so I can program them to do whatever I, I want them to do. Yes, so you, you remember what now is the difference is, is just you go to believe yourself. Yeah, so when you say you, your mind's your god, 
it's how you go to believe yourself, how you go to do your things, your, your daily activity. It's in you. So that is the things they already have. And they have it for a long, long, long time ago. But we could be able to bring it back home. So back home is only still one. One belief. We don't see those people, maybe they are there. I have never had anyone since I, I was there who teach us no. Our mind is God. There is no this known that belief. There is other belief. Have it, learn it, and see if you can choose it. That how my mind changed. That how my life changed. I knew what I'd be brought up to as a Christianity. I know God was in heaven, is going to come to save me. I, you know, allowed Jesus come to save me. I become saved. I become all the Christianity protocol required. I went through all, all in my age. I never question about it until now. Now, when you question about it, you see the difference now. You see the difference make when you know you are God, when you believe yourself, when you have faith in yourself. Change you completely, changes everything. And I think another important point, it's so interesting, you know, with the conditioning and, you know, we grow up, but with these religions or just in life in general, with the outside conditioning and what's being told to us, we limit ourselves so much. You know, like when you say you have the mind of God, you have that power within you, you know, just by the way we think, by the way we feel, we can change genes in our body. We can change things in our body. We can change DNA. We can create disease or we can heal disease. People heal themselves with cancer. You, your body is such a magnificent tool. Obviously, stemming from that mind, that power, you have the essence of the creator. Yes. So, but see, see again, sometimes in life, as we are like we live in the Western world where the medicine, it was also invention of the, the minds of people. See, America, they invented everything. Medical, but we see medication, but also there used to be traditions. Hmm. Back home, see, you could still be here from headache without taking medicine. Or that? Yes, but when you take medicine, you become easy. You could be here in a wound without taking anything, but the pain it's so uh, it's so severe, but you see the good things uh, they did. At least it can ease pain. It could be make much easier. It could be all those things there, but which was good. So that is why the man, his mind scored. He think he put medicine. He put everything he can see. Look, the people who invent this, everybody they they use their mind. To share, to can sit here, we talk what we want to, to say about that. It because through our mind, they believe they put us in our cell. So our body can heal everything like any, anything else. It can create disease or it can heal itself. But now we, we don't need that much more. Only what we need, it's more mentally now. It's mentally is the where as back home, we never have that mindset. We are keep thinking somebody else is going to come from heaven to, to help us. So that's where the change we're going to do.
So have you ever heard of something called the placebo effect? No. So what they did was they had like a sugar pill, right? And don't, you know, I may uh, be paraphrasing this or misquoting this, but it was basically an experiment and they gave like, I think it was like a sugar pill. It had no medicinal purposes, nothing. It was nothing. And then they gave it to a person to say, oh, if you have a migraine or a headache, if you're not feeling well, take this. And it's like, you know, paracetamol, aspirin, it's going to make you feel better. When they had given it to the people with the sugar, because of that power, they, they felt like they were relieved or they felt that that sugar effect that made an effect on them. But it was it was nothing. It was just sugar. So what that went to show you was just the fact that someone can give you this pill and then your mind has an elevated emotion says, boy, if I take this, it's going to heal me. So you're already putting it in your mind. This thing is going to say, and what does it do? You really, you end up relying on that, but it's just the power of the mind. Yeah. It's the power of the mind. If you, if I believe this is going to heal me, it's going to heal you. If you believe you can heal yourself, I'm healed already. You will heal yourself. Yes. And, and that, that's how, how life is. Amazing. Life is, is the same everywhere. See? Only the problem we have is, is our stomach. What do you mean? If you're hungry, your stomach doesn't know where you are. If you're in America, if you're in Europe, if you're in Africa, if you're in village, if you're in the war, if you're in jail, if any condition you are, the stomach doesn't care. You got to feed it. Somehow you have to feed your stomach. Everywhere you are. It doesn't care if you're a billionaire. It doesn't care if you're a billionaire. You go somewhere, you have a billion. It's going to tell you, hey, time you give me something. If you're in the village in Africa, you have nothing. It's going to remind you, hey, man, no, no, no. You give me, give me my things. I'm hungry. You're hungry. It does, that is how, when you see that life, how life it is like that way. So that way you enjoy it. So that's why you know, wow, our mind is my God. We're powerful. You are powerful. My mind is the one who's going to make me to go to look what to eat. My mind is going to make me to go to look how to feed my children. My mind is going to use it to go to do this and this. See, that's how we use. Even as we do it unknowingly. See, we are thinking it's good from heaven who does it, but it's our mind. Yes. It's the power of our mind. It's the power of our mind. Mm. So that's why we know, even though we thinking God is going to come. Mm. No, we have been doing it without knowing it. Man, now when you do it, when you know your power, it's your mind. Your God is in your mind. God talk to you through your mind. God tell you where you go to take your food from your mind. So that's how they change. Mm. The, the beliefs change than the one you're thinking is going to come from, from, from the heaven. And I think within the African community too, when you say, for example, I'm working on my mental health. You see, someone may think that you're going crazy, you, you're suicidal, you have issues, you have issues within. But when you really think about it, for me to work on the most powerful tool, the place that carries me every single way, every day I'm with my mind, why is that seen as something that is like, whoa, whoa you're, you're crazy or something? But you see in the communities here, that mental health, these are common, this is normal. Oh, he's working on the mental health. So I just think we need to normalize working on the most powerful tool that you have. Your mind can either break you or destroy you. And if you want to live in heaven, if you want to have an amazing life, 
if you don't have the mind or the sense to work on your mind, work and use it as a gym because you have to unlock that power within. Always let, let me tell you something. So when I came to Australia, that's where I used to look everywhere. Mm. See? Where you can find jujus, where you can find, you, you know, all those spaces. I never, I, I was wondering why in Australia they don't have it. Where you used to look for juju or yes. hear about it. Yeah, 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 hear about it. You see how back Africa woman, it is jujus, it is, uh, you know. And I was wondering why only in Africa is where all those things remain. Why is that? It's because the power of mind. See, all those juju we have, it's our mind. But when we do that, we don't know. We think that is real. Eh? People think everything is real. They don't know it's, it's a power in, in their mind. Mm-hmm. Even when you look at uh, what you call those people who does the, the, the mind things, eh? so he is so expensive to go to meet and all oh, those reading counseling was no no oh oh yeah so 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 like counseling and stuff yeah it's expensive so expensive therapy is so expensive mm. so that is why so way back home the therapy could be go to church or go to be things there but here they have professional <laughs> therapy so that will make the difference now <laughs> see but that's why you found people in the village there you go through the church the church can become your therapy See, that's where another way so we have to go through to change ourselves through our mind, to tell people those things it, it exist it's just in your mind. Hmm. Yes. And that's fear only always is just in your in mind. mind. Or even with like pastors, people have such like a, you know, you go to church and like you said, there's something always outside of you that's going to save you. Oh, let's go talk to the pastor about it. Oh, pastor, oh, help us, you know? And it's like you're giving your power away straight away. So inferiority settles in straight away because you think, oh, maybe the pastor is the one who can pray for me or the pastor is the one who can heal me. He can talk to, he's closer with God. He's the chosen one. And it's like you have that same exact power. Yeah. The, the people who are lucky is those back home pastors, those lead of churches. They're so lucky. They know how to live well. They use God, they use their power, their mind to, 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 to live. So the fear people they have, so they know that somebody else is going to, to save them. So that's why this pastor, they take away a lot of minds of people back home, a lot away from them. Mm-hmm. Yes, it doesn't give them any power for themselves to believe themselves. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, I, I was p- p- part of those people. I used to be like that, go to church. Mm. Go, like I remember before to come to Australia, we go to pastors everywhere. They go to pray for us to come to Australia. So, and that's how you feel. Everything they say, oh, there's somebody else good to, to come to do that. But you forgot your mind is so powerful. It can do that without going to that person. And that's how it works. But to change it so hard because it, it make like pastor it's it's an institution churches in africa is institution you can't change it you can't do anything the, the, those pastors they're powerful they're more they're leaders 
See, the readers like any other readers in the thing there, and they're so powerful. If you have followers like that, you become so powerful. You, you become know, untouchable. You know, I was hearing in Kenya, like, for example, they were getting mad at the clubs for playing loud music. You know, they were coming, shutting down clubs, this and this. Fair enough, it's at certain times. But people would go to me and say, but Eve, you know, in the churches, they have the loud music, there's neighborhoods around, and it's early in the morning. But the churches are untouched. You don't touch church, even though they're waking up people from that, that's in that the fear they bring in thing there. They don't pay tax. They don't all do anything there. See, pastor, they go there, put there this church there, put everything there, everything tax-free, see? And, and those things there, it's, no. The pastor knows. The pastor, they're powerful. It, it, the, the authority knows everything there. But they let us go because maybe, I think because we don't have that kind of therapy that kind of people where they go to go to do things there. So that's how things are. But does is it work for our community? No one knows. Is it good to change it? No. How we go to change it? You know? Because for me the change is just to know your mind's our God. We have one mind. We have one God. See? And God just have two commandments. I learned to have two Never go to tell you have two commandments. See, one is God the Lord is one. Love your God with all your soul, eh? with all your strength, with all your mind. And then love your neighbor as yourself. When you have all those two, everything's become perfect. Your life change completely. The good things change fast. When you know your mind is good, you know everything there. You forgive everyone. You forgive. Yes. That the things people don't know. Because your mind, you go to know your neighbor, it's you. It's you. Imagine if anything you're going to do bad, you feel. No, it's me. It changed completely. Imagine if we went around in life, when you look at someone else, different skin color, the same skin color, whoever else, if we treat and love others. And most of these religions, that's what they teach. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. Do, do you know like somebody could have an issue a long time ago, or I borrowed money from him, he didn't pay you, or you do all those things that, you know, all those anger you cut in your mind, when you know you're good, it goes away. It goes away. And you even love that person more. Yes, you love more. Because there's nothing a man could have done to you, make always carrying that anger, that everything's there. We give our power away. Yes, we give our power away. But, and you have to learn it. And to learn it is just a single mind change. Yes. When you tell people, oh, you are God, they think you are crazy. They think, why you can say that? Why you can't say that? You see, that in the fear they bring us to African schools. Then the things you're powerful to teach people, to tell people they can understand why you can say that. And when you look around, you're asking, why I can't say that anyway? So they can't answer why. Why other community live? See, look how China live without knowing what God say will. But they use their mind, they build 
the life for their own people. That is how they do. China builds the life with their own people back home. And that's what you should do. To do that, you have to know your God. You have to love yourself, Eve. You, when you don't love yourself, no one is going to love you. No one. Everything comes in you first. A change comes in you. The respect you got to get, it comes from you first. Respect yourself. Somebody on the street there is going to respect you. You feel you don't feel anything's an embarrassment in yourself, you're not going to be embarrassed by anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You used to say, like, English, you say a bad word, you get scared. Oh, people, they go to laugh at them. But you see, when you go to whatever language you say, whatever if you think that people laugh, mm. they, it doesn't mean really change anything because, you know, power within you, everything is within. Truly within. See, people laugh at you, but it's me, nothing. Mm. You go there, people say something that it doesn't bother you much because you know you carry yourself. You know your mind is everything. You know your God is everything. You know you go to respect everyone because you respect yourself. And it just come to you straight away. Mm. And when you carry that essence, that confidence, like you're saying, you know the power that you have, you stop giving your power away. And we, we talked about it before, but even for example, you know, a lot of people, because their focus is such on the external world, even now you see a celebrity or you see a high status person, it's like they become your God or you feel intimidated. But when you have this mindset, you can look at someone and you have love, you have joy, but you know, I have that same power too. I have that same essence. I, that greatness I see in that other person, even if that person inspires me or has more money, whatever, yeah. I have that same essence within me. I'm not going to give my power away. Yes. You know, mm. uh, loving people, not being able to judge people. This mindset for me, it's really touched me is because it's like, I'm not giving my power away anymore. I'm never going to let my outside circumstances dictate how I feel. So it's joyful for me to forgive, to look at you with love. Even someone may do something wrong. I've said this so many times before, but when I know who you are, because I know myself, I know you have that same essence. I love you even more. Yes. But I don't judge. You see, the dog of the ending, and again, always people, if they utter it, uh, entertainer or successful, all those things there. So always it's their belief, it's what they like to have. So people just give the respect because that is how their God has made them to be, to feel and to do. See, that is their right to be that way. Just respect with them, that's it. That we do, we respect them because it requires a lot of work, requires a lot of mindset. So they give we give them credit. But that's it. See? Because again, stomach is going to ask him, hey, I need something. See? Mm -hmm. Because I could eat $100 steak. Eh? And somebody in Kenya eat $20 skooma. He, he do the same work. Maybe only the taste. But to build your health is a similar. But somebody can eat uh, uh, a rice. So, but I'm trying to give you the the, the how our life. That's the same. Make it here. It's the same. Yes. But 
see we have to pay that that's d- different and, and uh, other things you're talking about is when you know your mind is power there's everything they used to have in my mind that's what kill most of people it was killing me special what people are going to see or think hey or think oh if it's my son do like this oh my god see you never think what the consequence is going to be to your son, but you go to think what people they go to say. But man, when you know you are God, when you know your mind is God, the most important you have, you go to have to know. You don't care what other people think eh? or believe or talk about you. Mm-hmm. Mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Only important thing is how you you believe in yourself. How you carry yourself, you know? As I say, anything you can control, if you pass away or if you are sick, you do things there, that is where we, ca- we can control it. But to control the way to feel it, to control the way you want to live your life, it's, it's everything. Mm-hmm. And, and why this is so powerful, and I think why these lessons are important for us to talk about with each other, father and son, you know, mother, son, whatever it is, is because of the impact and the way you realize that you have everything you within. You have all the answers right now, your situation in life. You have all the answers within. How amazing is that to know? Yes. You know, and even the same Bible that has so much wisdom. I think the Bible is very profound. Another one, it says, when you pray, pray as if you've received it. How many times, I don't know if we've been taught this, but how many times when do we, oh, I'm going to pray, there's a, you're praying with lack. You're praying with separation. Your net people don't pray with faith. The Bible even tells you once you pray, pray as if you received it. And how do you do that? You use the power of your mind and you go and you pray as if you received it. What else does that mean? When it says pray, it's also to work. So when you go and you're applying your craft or you're doing whatever you're doing, you're acting as if I've already done everything that I need. I have whatever I'm searching for. I have it within. All the answers are within me. Yes. But you see, again, when, Powerful. let's say, the Christian goes come through the, our parents. So now, our parents, when they raise the kids, it's just instilling fear in the kids. God is going to punish you. God is watching you. God is doing all those things. See, those are the lies. Those are their fears. We have been putting our kids every time. We have been putting things there. And we grow up, we found those things. It doesn't exist anyway. Mm. You see, that the thing they change. It's how our parents tell our kids. We're instilling fear in them. We're instilling fidelity in them unknowingly. Unknowingly. Yes, unknowingly. Mm. We never give them, they believe to themselves. Mm. We don't give them to have fed themselves to be and to have the one they want when they are kids. You ask your child, what do you want to be? When he says some things you don't want to wish, you just, oh, hear what he said. Eh? Can you hear what he said? You want to be like this. Why? Because it's what he's believing. He has powerful because whatever he can believe it, he can make him whatever he wants to be. Or they'll tell you to pray for something. Like I'll never forget mom. She was actually smart, but when we were younger, she used to say, I'll never forget this and all the kids, you know, I used I was eating so much. It's like greedy people don't go to heaven. I remember I used to hear that even African greedy people don't go to heaven. Then I used to wonder, but I'm hungry. I, I want to eat. Why? Why? 
why do greedy people don't go to heaven? But that that stuck in me. And now I understand maybe you could tell me not to be greedy, but the use of God the voice of the heights that is that what instilled some of the things there. It's it's money is the root of all evil. And that is lies. The money can't be root of evil. What kind of evil? Evil is what you put in your mind. Mm. You know? There's no evil. Evil is what you put in your mind. See, it's all those kind. We, we, we there's a kids to be evils, to give all those name things there. Eh? So those inferiority keep putting us. We keep calling ourselves, oh, poor. Oh, if you don't do that, if you don't go to school, you go to be poor, you go to do things there. But other community don't, why do people don't tell those kids, oh, you go to be like, see, have you realized white community, they don't call themselves poor? If you, you don't have a place or house to sit, they call you homeless. If you don't have a job, it's just uh, unemployed. They never call their community poor. You know, if you say uh, you are working, it's working class. It's mean, it's thing. Or middle class. See, but as you could have a house, you, you even have a job back home in Africa, people still call you poor, even if you could feed yourself. Because it's that mentality they keep put us in, in our mind. Those mm. mind change. You work and create infidelity in our mind. It creates something in there. See, sometimes you go back home, people see you because you live in Australia or you live in Europe. People think you are much better than them. But there's nothing. There's nothing better than them. It's the same. You used to say, oh, this is my hero. This is my thing there. You, is, uh, you know? It's the same. It's just there. You go back there. You dress well. You do things there. People feel you. You feel you are, you are different. Or people think they're different. But we are the same. See, but because they create that superiority today, if you be come here so everything's okay but again it's how they market it and it's right because the way you will see the life moving here is is, is much 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 better mm. and it's just like again like you said so many people or a lot of us you know and people celebrities or this and this they've used that power some not unknowingly so but again, man, like everything we've been talking about, I think this has been a good conversation. But when you believe and know who you are, you believe in yourself. There's no situation that can intimidate you. Like you said, you go to a job. Maybe you're the only person who looks like yourself. You know who you are. I have all the answers within. So if I have all the answers within, I can go here with confidence, expectation, because I know I'm, I have the creator, this creative intelligence, this creative power within me. So there's no one that can phase me. There's no one who can intimidate me. And then I know you also have it within you as well. Yes. That's like now there's no question now which related to you. Yeah? You can answer. Any issue you could have now when you know you are God, when your mind, when your presence is good in you, you go to answer every question comes to you. You go to find solution to everything. Everything comes to you. Related to your experience, related with your life. See? It make much easier. I don't need to ask anyone what the solution I'm going to, to have for any question about it. See, and now these days, the other things, the people who create this uh, YouTube, Google, they did a fantastic job now. If you want the statistic, if you want the history, if you want all those other questions, you just type whatever you want, you get the answer. See, that is why this life will make much, much better, easier. 
when you know you are good, you mind you can control everything. You can answer everything to live your life well. Things, any things you don't know, you want to follow up, you just Google it. You get the answer, which this thing we never used to have before. So, and the other things I will go to say is that because the belief was come to our mind, so I changed. I start believing this. I see how my life have changed. And now when I come to tell you my boys with everything there, uh, my wife rose, because the way they train us, it's another war to be able to understand that way, to believe in that way. It's another thing is hard. But see, that's why we go to change. People start teaching their kids when they are young. 